I'm Jessica Trute and this is Short Take, a German film's podcast. Director and screenwriter Peter Torwart was born in 1971 in Dortmund. He loved making short films on Super 8 and video since his teenage years. In the 90s, he pursued this passion further and began studying at the University of Television and Film in Munich. His cinema debut in 1999, for which he also wrote the screenplay together with Stefan Holz, was at the same time his big breakthrough. Bang Boom Bang, a sure thing, became an absolute cult film in Germany. He went on to make other films, music videos and TV productions as director, producer and screenwriter such as Golden Zeiten, The Wave, which he later developed into a series for Netflix together with co-writer Dennis Ganze, Not My Day or The Last Cop. In 2021 he celebrated what was probably his greatest international success with the horror thriller Blood Red Sky. The Netflix production is the most successful German title of all time on the streaming platform with over 15 million viewers worldwide, 90% of whom watched the film to the end. The idea for the vampire film starring Peri Baumeister came about back in 2009. After all, it took 16 years before we were able to see the action-packed genre mix. The impressive visual effects in Blood Red Sky were created by Scanline. Peter is currently developing another project for the international market, Godless Rogues, a dark medieval series. I talked to him via Zoom for this interview. Hi Peter, thank you for joining us today. Our podcast short take is meant to give our listeners a quick but better idea of you and your work. We are going to ask you 19 questions, some personal, some less so. There's no need to overthink the answers. Let's just have some fun. And let's start with the first question. How would you describe your current mood? My current mood? Actually, I'm in a good mood. The movie is quite successful, but personally, I just moved to Munich and I have to unpack all my luggage over here. And uh, if I would made a run through through my new home with my family, she just left. She's outside, but I have lots of boxes over here and lots of work to do. So I'm quite busy right now. What is your favorite way to spend time? Actually, I'm uh, playing with my little son. And uh, we enjoy this beautiful area. As I told you, we just moved to Munich. And yesterday we have been swimming in the Starnberger See, And it's beautiful. And he is six years old and going to school next month. And we are trying to uh, enjoy the time which is left before he, <laughs> he has to go to school. Sounds great. Do you have a guilty pleasure? Okay, talking about my guilty pleasures, let me think I don't smoke, I don't drink much, I don't do any drugs. Actually, my private life is quite general. I wouldn't say boring, but uh, yes, there is one thing. I just read too much news on my cell phone. So uh, this really is a bad habit. I, the world is turning anyway. I can't change this. But uh, hopefully I can stop uh, reading all the time those news on, on my cell phone. Okay, all right. What is the favorite job you've done out of all the jobs you've done before? And it doesn't have to be film-related, but it can be. <laughs> but of course it's <laughs> film-related. So actually, this is my hobby. So it's a, a real gift to do what you really like as a job. And I would say it's more like a job. It's a, it's a profession and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really a passion. 
doing this. And sometimes it's really great when it runs perfectly and you can enjoy it. But on the other hand, if you have writer's block, for example, it can really, really annoying. So because you, you are the, the engine and uh, you have to keep it running. And if you have no ideas and sitting at a, at the monitor and it's still blank and you don't see anything and you have no ideas, it can be really frustrating. But uh, once you have a great idea and you start writing, it's it's really a joyful process. Yeah, great. I can imagine that. What do you most appreciate in your friendships? Honesty. Mm -hmm. I have lots of very old friends from my hometown where I grew up. And even I used to live in Munich, and then I moved to Berlin, to Cologne, and now back to Munich. I still have all my old friends from back in the days in uh, my hometown, Una, where I grew up, and actually where my first movies took place. And tomorrow I will visit them again, and we will have a little party, not too much, in the outside because of COVID, of course, and uh, everyone is uh, vaccinated. But uh, we will celebrate a little bit because I just turned 50 and uh, my success, of course, and they keep me very down to earth. So I think this is really, really necessary because it's really worth it to, to keep them over the years. And, uh, you know, in, in the business, you meet lots of people and mostly it's about business, but it's not always uh, very honesty. So keeping those friendships, it means a lot to me. Very important. I think so too. Do you have any real life heroes? In my personal life, yes. Of course, my parents are. But uh, to worship anybody uh, you don't know, I think it's always really complicated. I don't like even biopics because I don't know these people and I think it's, it's just complicated. Uh, there are, of course, great people in the world and uh, doing great things, but If you don't know them and just this worshiping, I, I don't like it that much. So I wouldn't say I don't have real life heroes right now, besides the person and people I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can understand that because yeah, you never know how the person behaves towards other people. You only see what is representing outside. Yeah, absolutely. And I re I respect when anyone is doing good things. I think it's a good thing right now. And of course, I have role models, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't call them heroes. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you weren't a director, what would you be? <laughs> This is a tough question. I don't know, actually. I don't know, actually. Maybe sometimes I like physical work. On a work site, this is what I enjoyed before I went to film school. I was working on a work site and uh, as a student and this really heavy work and, but seeing you get something built, it was really, really satisfying. So I, I like this, but I don't think I could be a builder or something like that, but uh, building something up, this is satisfying and maybe an architect or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. In a way, you are a builder too, because you have something that comes out at the end of the process. Yeah, you create something. But the good thing yeah. is I, I'm not doing this by my own. So I need a great team and I, I have a great partner when it comes to writing. 
So Stefan Holz is a great, great writer, and I know him since 25 years, and uh, we wrote lots of screenplays together. It's, it's a work, perfect combination. We are a really great team. So it's never about ego. It's just only about the best idea. And if I'm shooting on set, I'm not the only creator. I'm just the guy who has the main idea, and I try to influence everyone on set with my vision. And when this jumps over and you feel it and everyone thinks in this direction and adds their ideas, because I cannot the guy who have all the creative ideas and there are the, the makeup artists on the actors, the DOP, and they all can do their job better than I can. But uh, if I realized, okay, they are thinking like I do and they coming back to me and say, okay, let's do it like this way because it works perfectly. Then I have just have to make the decision. Okay. Does it work? Does it stick to the concept or not? And uh, once uh, you have this momentum going, it's so easy for me because then it's not hard work at all because then you just sparked it and it runs by its own. And this is a great, great feeling. Okay. Yeah, great. You found your dream job. Yeah, it's definitely like that. But yeah. uh, it's more like, uh, as I told, it's more like a job. But uh, the problem, if your hobby is your job and you are so passionate mm -hmm. about it, then it's hard to switch it off. When I come home, my, my head is always running, especially me as a writer, because I'm already thinking and I cannot, I cannot influence it actually. Somehow I have a great idea, sometimes not, and it's all the time running and it's, it's uh, difficult to stop it. And it's tough for my little boy because he wants to play with me and I have to force myself to stop it. And uh, this can be, um, some kind of curse as well. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. In your new film, there are vampires and they have superhuman powers. Which real life or fantasy talent would you like to have? When I was a boy, I was always thinking, okay, you look at some point somewhere and then jump, you jump there. Uh, I think the movie <laughs> Jumper was a little bit like that. And then you look to yeah. the next point, maybe up to the clouds and then you are there and then you can look at somewhere on the landscape and, and you can beam yourself there. So this was an idea. But uh, it's funny because you mentioned that uh, the vampires uh, have some kind of uh, superhero ability. And it's a little bit the same as I told you before, because uh, she is gifted and cursed at the same time. And this is what I have stolen and what I liked about superheroes. Mostly it's like that they have their superhuman strength, But on the other hand, they are cursed because if they use it, they cannot show it or it has some kind of bad effect. And uh, this is what I like for the movies so because, uh, of course, she has uh, the power to fight those villains. Mm -hmm. She is not the villain. She is the hero. But she once she uh, unleashed her superhuman powers, then she has to face it because then she's turning into something she doesn't want to be. And at the end, it's uh, it's more like a curse. Yeah, this element, this dramatic element was very interesting for me when I saw the film because she could only save the people if she showed her bad side. Yeah, so this is really what I liked about the movie. I think the movie has a great pitch and the pitch is easy to tell. I did it several times before. It's like a good joke. So I told them, imagine there's a night flight going from uh, Europe to the States 
and uh, this night flight gets hijacked and the hijackers turn over the plane and uh, flying backwards to Europe, to the east, uh, towards the rising sun. And I realized when I told that all the people somehow, the longer I talked about that, it got a little bit bored about, okay, it's a hijacking movie again. And then I had the punchline and said, okay, but there's one woman on board. She doesn't want to go into the sunlight because she is a vampire. And then everyone, what do And this, I think it's a very catchy premise for the movie. And I think this is, this is great, but this is not the, the emotional arc in the story. And I was asked, what do I think why this movie is so successful right now? And I think first of all, of course, it's of the catchy lock line. But later on, because lots of um, viewers keep to watching. So 90% watch the movie till its end, which is great for, for Netflix. And I think they are so much hooked to the emotional arc. Of course, we know, or the, the audience might know because of the trailers, she is a vampire, but they get to know her as a personal being, as a mother with her son. And when they are on board, this emotional bond is so strong. And then you, you understand she doesn't want to be evil, but she has to unleash her superhuman powers to fight those guys. And at the end, it, uh, it turns backwards. And I think this is what Leveled the movie up to an, another thing and lots of uh, people told me okay this is not my kind of movie or of genre actually but we we kept watching for some kind of reason we were touched by her fate and i think this is uh, cool that it works out like that yeah totally i agree okay so let's move on what was the last book you read Oh, just children books. Uh, every night I read one or two chapters of Die Magischen Tiere and for my little son, but I cannot remember what was the last book I read. I, let me think. I don't know right now. I read lots of articles to do some research, but I cannot remember. And it's a shame when I read my last novel. Okay. No, it's perfectly fine. Do you have a recommendation maybe for a children's book? Uh, I liked uh, Das Neinhorn. Now my son is a little bit too old for this, but this was uh, a little bit like punk. <laughs> okay. Das Neinhorn. Great. So the next question might be a little difficult. Do you have a favorite literary hero or heroine? Yeah, as I told you before, I'm not the, the hero type of guy. So I, I just wrote my new story and it takes place in the medieval times in Germany. And these are all anti-heroes. And what I like is to take these hero characters and turn them and playing with the cliche. And uh, this is what I like about this. So I'm always a little bit skeptical when it comes to seeing people like a hero. I know uh, every person has a good side and has dark sides as well. And what I like is uh, to get to the character and realize, okay, this is a character I can relate to because I understand he behaves like this and he behaves like this. Of course, I like if the movie has a happy ending and if the, the good uh, is on the winning side, but I'm not so good if it comes to heroes. So I like superhero movies, but I was never a big fan. What I liked about this is that all these heroes has a dark side as well. And this is what makes it a little bit more complex. And this is what I like. Yeah. Maybe we should change our definition of what a hero is. Yeah, you're, maybe you are right. But how it is used, this word, sometimes mm -hmm. hero is, okay, you admire something. And I think there are really, really lots of good people and admire what they are doing. But uh, as I don't know the, the person personally, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Sure. 
Okay, so what was the last movie or TV series you saw? <laughs> I even have to think about this. So the last movie I saw was uh, Boss Level, I guess. And uh, the last series, I watched The Boys and uh, Tehran, not on Netflix either. So because I was just moving the last uh, two weeks and uh, I had so much work to do with uh, promoting my own movie, it's, it's, yeah. really, it's really hard to say that. But, you know, movie is my passion. Movies are my passion. But at the end, I no, I've been to cinema twice. I have uh, been with my little son and Peter Hase and Peter Rabbit and Cat Weasel. My wife is playing a part. She's an actress in Cat Weasel. Ah. And I've seen Nobody, which I like. This was really fun. So uh, I think this was the last movie I've seen, Nobody. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you have a favorite German film or series? I like Dark. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was interesting. I think The Barbarians was great. I liked it. What else have I seen? I like, I've only seen the first uh, episode of um, How to Sell Drugs Online Fast, which was cool. Mm -hmm. I've seen on the, at the film festival a movie I liked. Uh, it, was called, it was called Three and a Half Hours, Drei and a Half Stunden. Mm -hmm. I think it was on TV last week. It was shown on the, on the film festival, Munich Film mm -hmm. Festival, and it recently was screened on the television, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, this have been the recent movies I have seen. But I think there are so many great German uh, movies. But because of the streaming services, especially Netflix, German talent probably has a chance to, to show how gifted they are. Definitely, yeah. What was the last podcast you heard? Yes, uh, there's a podcast I'm currently listening to. So it's called Eine Minute Hardcore. It's a really funny thing because it's uh, recorded by a young couple and uh, their friend. And they analyzing my movie, Bang, Boom, Bang, Minute by Minute. And for me, it's really fun to listen to it because uh, they are guessing around how we did this and why we did make that and everything. And for me, it's funny because I am listening to it. It's coming out every week. And uh, every time I'm listening to it, I am reminded to those great time we had while we were shooting the movie. So... I really can recommend this podcast to anyone uh, because they are doing it with great, great passion. And there are, I don't know how many episodes right now, I think around 90, 80, 90 episodes. And each one is approximately 45 minutes long. It's really great. And they are coming to the end and at the very end. And I promise these guys, I will sit down with them and try to answer all the questions they haven't answered yet. Okay. What do you like most about yourself? <laughs> This is a tough question. I like myself when I'm in a good mood, like now, but I know I can really be a pain in the ass when I'm frustrated. This is what I would like to become more relaxed when I am at this point and more easygoing, but this is something I have to work on. Okay, I see. That was basically the next question, which uh, would have been, <laughs> which trait do you dislike most in yourself? But yeah, that's that. Sometimes I really have a short temper. So I don't know. I don't think it's not true. But uh, when it's just too much, then this is something uh, when I'm frustrated, I don't talk about it. I just, it's locked inside me. And when it's just too much, I can explode. I have to work that I doesn't come to this point. So Just talk about when something is annoying and don't digest it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a random thing that makes you happy? Yeah, okay, cheesy answers like the good weather when I, I was running this morning and this makes me happy. And as I told you again, uh, with my little son after the podcast, I will meet him. He is uh, with my wife uh, cycling a little bit on their bikes and uh, I'll meet them and we will still use the time before he uh, has to go to school and try to spend as much quality time as we can. Yeah, perfect. What was the last thing you regretted and why? I was uh, mad at why my wife because of stupid reasons and I regretted right <laughs> after because we are just under very high stress level because we were moving from Cologne to Munich and we had another flat in Munich and moved to this place where we are in right now. And there was lots of work and it was just a stupid thing. And this was one of the moments when I was mad at her and it wasn't right. So I said, sorry, and uh, everything is fine again. But this can happen when you are under pressure. Yeah, sure. So do you have a life motto? No, I don't have one. I could tell you so many phrases right now, but uh, I never had one. Maybe another director, he wrote me, uh, and this was a really, really, I think, a great wisdom. And he just told me, okay, this moment you are having right now, just enjoy it. Take your time and enjoy it. And th this is this is hard for me. I have the feeling, okay, I deserved it. And now keep this moment for a while and, and just enjoy it. I, I think this is something I have to learn. So we're already at the last question. How would you like to be remembered? Uh, just because of my movies. Okay. So the people I know, uh, who know me personally, uh, they hopefully will remember me as a good guy. But I don't need a street named after me or, uh, I don't know, nothing like that. <laughs> so hopefully my movies will be seen a little bit longer than... So look, my first movie, it's a cult classic in Germany called Bang Bang Bang. And yeah. the people since over 20 years, they keep watching it and it's still shown in some cinemas. And uh, this is just great. So when I'm gone, I, I don't know what's going on with my movies anyway. So everything is fine. I'm sure people will still enjoy it. <laughs> okay, um, so that was it. Thank you very much for joining us today, Peter. Yeah, thank you very much, Jessica. I hope it was okay. <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. I enjoyed it. Funny questions, definitely. It's totally <laughs> different than what I have been asked in the last interviews. So it was great. Short Take is produced by Jessica Trute on behalf of German Films, the National Information and Advisory Center for the promotion of German films worldwide. To find out more about Peter's work, check out the links in our show notes. To stay up to date with our episodes and help us get the word out, follow us on Instagram and like, comment and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts.